With this week's episode going out on New Year's Day, I'm doing something a bit different. I've carefully not (laughs) edited a very personal and spontaneous webinar I did just before Christmas that's based around my reflections on 2020 and what's led to my success surviving and succeeding through this year and beyond. How has your 2020 gone? And what kinds of business shifts will you be making going into 2021? I hope sharing this will be interesting, inspiring, and hopefully useful to your thoughts and plans for future success and growth. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every week I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Hi, everybody, and I wanted to give you a webinar today via a podcast. Is that possible? Um, This is a a webinar that I put together at the end of 2020, which was an incredibly challenging year for everybody. And in this webinar, I shared my own reflections on the year, really just to show what's possible in the digital space. Not necessarily to brag about my own success, but to give you some ideas or insights around the kinds of shifts, the kinds of content sharing, the the kinds of business models that are really, really working in the virtual world, despite much of the physical world being closed down or at best considerably restricted socially and economically, not to mention the medical challenges and emotional toll this has taken on many of us. On a positive note, I thought it'd be really good to at least share via the podcast what I shared in that webinar presentation. And I hope it's useful for your business plans going forward. There's a PDF of the slides, so you can get some visuals up while you listen, um, if that's uh, something that you'd like to do. And I've put a link to that in the show notes for this episode too. The link is 2020.jallison.com. And if you spell my name right, that should bring up the PDF file for you. And we're coming out on the 1st of January. So it seemed a really good time to, you know, just just take stock and reflect on the year, to reflect on the successes, the challenges, the shifts that we've had to make in our personal lives and in our business work. Right, so the title that I gave the webinar is Creating a Profitable and Leveraged Business in uncertain and challenging times. And on this first slide, there's a little bio on me. As some of you may know, I run both a consulting practice and also an online business, creating online courses and coaching mentoring that sits under the umbrella of the iSuccess Business Academy. And the big coherent concept around what I help people with is creating leverage in business um, in the wide sense of the word, leveraging you, your expertise, and setting up leveraged processes to support your marketing, sales, and service delivery. 
So it's both effective and efficient in generating not only income, but enabling a great work-life balance because quite often we don't bring that into the equation until much later when it starts to be a bit of a problem when we're working harder than we want or we're not earning as much as we want and yet we're still trying to grow the business. I'm going to share with you that journey of how the concept came together and just what I managed to achieve across 2020, where at the start, I decided my word for the year was visibility. Um, in brief, I published a book, Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age, created a new program and launched this podcast. So I certainly, um, despite being tied to working from home and doing things digitally rather than in person, I certainly managed to push out a lot of content that set me up for continued success across now 2021, despite a drop in, the, in my consulting work. That's really positioned me in the digital space around the whole concept of leverage, creating leverage in, in business. And I'm all about success financially, but also the work-life balance part of the equation. So what I do is very practical too, and implementing strategies that help you work smarter, not harder. And if you haven't listened to this podcast until this episode, then there's an awful lot around that concept of working smarter, not harder, of creating freedom in your business, uh, freedom to do the things that you want to do um, with your life, as well as growing the business um, in terms of income and impact. And in future episodes this month, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about iSuccess and what that actually means, what the I stands for and how I came to create it as a framework, as a brand and as an expert system for how I help people to grow and scale their business. So watch out for those episodes coming not next week, but the week after. Now, next week, I've got a really exciting guest for you, uh, someone who's also done really, really well in the digital arena. And she'll be talking about how to get visible, how to get your message out there, how to become a, an authority in your chosen niche. And she's a very dynamic lady, tons of energy. And I can't wait for you to hear what she has to share. And that's next Friday. Right, back to this week then. Let's get going with the webinar podcast, Creating a Profitable Business in Tough Times by Leveraging and Repurposing Your Expertise. So I've changed the title a little bit from what we had on the webinar because um, I think it's really about the way you clarify, package and scale things. That's the crux of the story. As I said, if you'd like to follow along with the slides as you listen, just open up or download the slides PDF at 2020.jams.com. So that's 2020 in numbers. And if you're listening to the podcast on your phone or tablet on the move, you could open up your web browser on your phone or tablet and type in that 2020.jams.com to bring up the slides into view. Um, or of course, you can look at it all uh, on your desktop. And there's also a possibility that you might just prefer to watch the webinar, which is on YouTube. If you go to youtube.com forward slash jallison, you will find it there. And again, the link for downloading the PDF is 2020.jallison.com. Right, let's get going. Creating a profitable and leveraged business in uncertain and challenging times. So we're going to be talking about uh, three things, really, um, pushing, positioning and pivoting. Um, I'm going to give you a short journey there and back again, if you like. Um, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about consulting, coaching, courses and communication and how that's kind of changed through 
what we've been sort of how we've been forced to work differently in 2020. I'll say something about tipping points and turning points uh, for me particularly, which wasn't just about what happened last year, but also several years in the run up that kind of put me in a place where I was able to pivot quite quickly. I'm going to talk about profitability, processes and people and really thinking about how we engage and communicate people. Talking about visible value creation and what that looks like in the digital space. Moving to leverage to delivery and sort of crisis risk management, if you like. So I'm going to say something a little bit about that. Um, and that leads really into picking your priorities and planning, which is something that um, I'm proud to say I'm quite good at in terms of how I help my clients, because we often get really bogged down in the detail of our business. And I think sometimes it takes an external eye to, to sort of really hone in, ask the difficult questions and sort of really um, think about what is it that's going to make the major that's going to take away the major bottleneck in your business and make the major difference to you in terms of, of revenue and lifestyle etc finally we'll just say something around seduction sensibility and success and it all has to be all about success in my game Okay, so I've got a lovely visual here. So if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to check it out and maybe follow along. It tells you a little bit about my journey there and back again. I started in the digital space in 1993. We didn't even call it digital back then. I've just done a podcast interview for a company that I'm working with called Miracy, um, who are also looking at how online courses came to be. Um, now I started working with a national agency when I came back from my research career in the Netherlands and I worked for um, uh, one of the centers there were 24 support centers they were called computers in teaching initiative CTI and we were helping people to think about technology in teaching and learning particularly in universities and um, in colleges and from there I moved into a role at the University of Warwick where actually um, it was less about the technology and more about really thinking about what to do with it to benefit uh, students, to make teaching easier. And it was very, very basic back then. That was even in 1998 where I set up an educational technology service and a user group of people that were looking to innovate with e-learning. It wasn't even called e-learning. We called it technology, educational technology and then later technology enhanced learning. Um, and e-learning came much later. Um, and through that sort of work that we did, I did a lot of national projects. So what we worked in consortium um, with lots of universities involved, and we were really pushing the boundaries of what was possible. And out of that came several published academic book chapters, um, which again, you can find back on my website if you want to sort of dive in. And people are often amazed that I have this diverse background, but actually for me, it's, it's the accumulation of seeing it all come together that sort of, I think, makes what I do just absolutely the right thing to have, have, have come into. So back in 2004, um, I'd had a daughter in 2000 and she was born with some problems. And so in the back of my head, I thought I might need a plan B. And I got into the whole multi-level marketing, network marketing, and that led me into internet marketing, which I absolutely loved, not so much the network marketing. So back in 2004, I started doing a lot of work with, um, with coaching and looking at putting um, 
the retail products that I was marketing online. Um, I looked at lead generation methods and engines and all the sort of tools that are starting to come out in the early 2000s. And then actually, this was all in the sideline when I was still doing my day job. Um, and in 2007, so 13 years ago now, I actually uh, stopped my job and set up my own consulting practice. And through that, I also continued to do a lot of work nationally. We ran some great projects. Um, I became an evaluation expert looking at designing evaluations, looking at how you measure stuff that happens, you know, not just the quantifiable stuff, but the qualitative soft stuff as well that comes out of a lot of social impact projects. And I worked with, with DISC, I worked on business improvement programs with RSM, which is one of the large accounting, consulting and tax firms for middle market organisations. And only that sort of came to bring the business improvement, the educational uh, technology, the idea of change and evaluation that brought it all together in terms of the kinds of work I was doing for consulting, but also the kinds of things that I know make a difference to people for business growth. So strategic marketing, business growth, business improvement, evaluation of impact. I was in my element and I really sort of felt that what I needed was a core concept to kind of wrap around it. And I came up with the iSuccess Business Academy. And that, and that actually, that actually um, landed quite early on. It landed really back in 2013 um, and I didn't really launch it properly as a business academy until 2018 so in two weeks time I will talk about iSuccess so I'm not going to go into the origins of that right now or, or kind of concept or the framework um, but but just to say that this journey I think we all have these kind of journeys I think um, it's all about what we what we follow as a career path what we enjoy the most so therefore, kind of what gets taken forward and what gets left behind, a sort of filtering out process, if you're able to do that. And I started to bring together really the, the internet and the, the e-learning and really helping people to develop their digital capabilities so they can take advantage of all these wonderful tools, both to help their life and to help their business and to help their uh, communications and all of those things. So... I was in my element anyway, needless to say. Um, and then, of course, 2020, um, the consulting work shifted enormously because of COVID. So a lot of my in-person, on-site client work um, kind of just got postponed or deleted. I worked a lot with nonprofit sectors and they were just chasing their tails, trying to make changes um, so that they could continue to, to run and to deliver the services to their customers. So luckily I had all this other stuff in the background and with my year 2020 being around visibility, I was able to then get off the desk a number of projects that I'd wanted to do. So I'll talk about those in a moment. So I have a kind of journey in pictures in my PowerPoint presentation for this webinar. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really just a, a set of markers for some of the things that happened in my life. Um, like having kids, like being stubborn, <laughs> sort of having a sense that I didn't want to play to somebody else's tune. I wanted to push my own agenda and, you know, really do work that matters. Um, and just this sort of sense of fulfillment and being happy in my own skin once I found my thing, which was uh, the leverage and, and the eye success as, as concept. 
In terms of tipping points and turning points that I mentioned I would share, I think for me, first of all, I changed. I changed what I wanted um, in life. I became a mother. Um, I stopped kind of trying to think what other people wanted. I really wanted to create my own agenda. Um, and I was really in kind of tapping into what was needed in terms of the things people were struggling with, both in the education sector, but also with the businesses that I'd been working with. And timing is everything, I think. And sometimes you just need the courage to leap. So I leapt because I started a, a little home business in 2004. I leapt again when I stopped my job and set up my consulting firm. And I leapt again when I decided to really go down the online education route and set up my academy as a, an extension of my, of my whole business. And I think sometimes it's about seeing opportunities in obstacles. You know, things are always going to happen. Shit happens, as they say. And it's a lot to do with how you respond to what happens um, and whether you sort of see it as a setback or an opportunity to do something different. Some people might say it's a sign, you know, it's in the it's in the stars or wherever it's in the, the sort of electromagnetic forces um, of our planet and others would just say it's just stuff that happens and you've got to watch out for it you've got to observe and and see where the opportunities lie so that's um, that's really important and I think one thing that was very clear to me is I wanted to be captain of my own ship that was something that I've mentioned already um, it was no longer about salary security or sustainability. In fact, it was really about having faith in myself to get those things myself rather than the risk of, of relying on an employer. Um, and I think for me, the biggest win overall, when I look back, not just on 2020, but on those last sort of couple of decades, really, is, is that I've never looked back. I say this quite often and I'm definitely one of those people that's, I, I don't have regrets, only reflections and lessons learned. And I'm quite proud of that. Um, and, but it is something that you have to work at, you know, not to sort of be looking back saying, oh, if only I'd done this or what if I'd done that? Because it just drives you completely bonkers if you start down that road. So never look back has been a really good philosophy, always moving forward. Um, look back for 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 reflection and to do things better, but don't look back with regret. So next up is around profitability processes and people. And I think the interesting thing when I did make the leap was I went from kind of earning 50K full time to 100K half the time, which would you choose? <laughs> so I worked uh, half as many hours for twice the money. And that was something that was very apparent uh, right early on. So I came up with the scale model that made me think about how I build what I do, um, because when you hit six, six figures, it feels great. But the next six figures or the multiple six figures, you can't you can't get there with the same model, with the same business model, because there's just a, a ceiling on your time. And I think for me, there was two reasons why leverage uh, in business came into play it was one I needed leverage models to scale my business and also I didn't 
I enjoyed working half the time. I didn't want to go back to working flat out. Um, it gave me time for family. It gave me time for my interests and, and walking in the countryside and just lolling around sometimes and reading, you know, stuff that I never got to time to read before. So I actually knew that I wanted to sort of work less, um, but didn't want to give up the money, but I, and I still wanted to grow. So leverage and leverage consulting in the digital age, my book, um, was very much that aha moment where everything fell into place. It had been previously titled Strategic Marketing for Consulting Professionals, which is pretty bland. Um, and it really was around earn more, work less, grow faster. Um, and that's where that little tagline came around. And of course, that also set the scene for this podcast, The Leverage Business, where I actually used the tagline directly within the title of the podcast so that people knew what leverage business was actually all about and what we were trying to achieve um, and I think the thing that got on hold in 2020 was the iSuccess Business Academy there's a lot of work to create courses that I wanted to go in there so what I've actually done is create a version of the digital roadmap program that I run um, as part of my business review process with uh, corporate clients and non-profit organizations where I look at their planning processes I look at strategic marketing and I look at their digital transformation goals and so it kind of all came together when I thought well really that sits within the iSuccess Business Academy it just happens to be a program not a uh, do-it-yourself kind of course um, so I, I've got quite a, a nice model now for how I deliver support within the academy so both courses and resources and also mentoring programs. Um, and I think the ability for people to be able to work and develop their business at their own pace is, is quite important. Some of these things, they're all or nothing. Um, some of these things are incredibly expensive without proof of concept that it's actually going to make a difference. So I wanted ways for people to sort of test us out, find out if it was stuff that's going to help before they made some huge, big investment with me. So that's really important. And who knows what's next? Next year uh, is really about um, building the momentum that I've created, building up my podcast listeners, getting more, my peer, more PR on my book, maybe getting some speaking engagements because maybe at some point next year we'll be able to get out and uh, speak at events. Um, I would really love that. And I think once you're clear, once you're clear on your concepts and what you stand for, and I talk about this a lot in my book, it's so much easier to, to share that with an audience in a way that's sort of authentic, um, that sort of passion that comes through. Um, but it's also for me important that it's, it, it inspires people to, to action because otherwise, you know, what's it all for? We don't want people to just learn more and, and know more. We want people to do things better, do things faster, have more success. So, yeah, that's what I've brought all together. There's a little diagram. It's actually in my book, um, in the preface, I think, which is all the different elements of my business and how they fit into the leverage business model and how it, these things help to drive that as a, as a flywheel. So the more effort I put into each component of it to leverage my expertise, to leverage my marketing processes, um, to leverage my sales uh, systems, to leverage the delivery of how I actually work with clients and how I can extend my reach as well as my depth 
working with clients. The more that you kind of develop that, the faster the flywheel goes and the more you're able to scale. So that's really what I'm working on now. And it's incredibly exciting. I'd love to take some people on the journey with me. And that's one of the reasons that I have set up a 12-week intensive course called the Leverage Business Accelerator, which very much encapsulates everything I've just talked about in terms of earn more, work less, grow faster. And there's two sides to it, um, which is shown here on on slide eight. It's all about bringing the concepts into play of across seven dimensions of success. And the first kind of half of those on the right hand side here is clarity. And the second half is much more around leverage in terms of of efficiency and growth. So if you don't have the clarity, if you're not leveraging your expertise, if you're not leveraging the, the target market, you're not positioning yourself in the marketplace. If you're not attractive as a brand, then you can apply all the automation you like and it's not actually going to drive business forward. Um, That's something that's really um, important. I think a lot of people talk about tools and tactics, but if if your design is faulty, then the machine just isn't going to operate effectively. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that program in a moment, but I think the... The reason why this is so important for people right now on the back of 2020 is because leverage delivery is really the key thing here and how you can manage this sort of crisis and the risk involved in this, how this might be continuing for uh, quite a bit longer as well. It's just something that I feel I wanted to share. So first of all, a lot of people have had revenues, streams destroyed. Clients cancelled, as I said earlier for myself, or at least postponed. Marketing and sales opportunities denied. And I suppose it's whether or not you feel that this is a sort of situation of sand or sand pit. Sand in the sense of quicksand, you know, you're slowly sinking and sort of reaching for, for whatever's going to keep your head above the surface. So you carry on breathing or whether you see it as a sandpit, as a chance to innovate and to try new things, work with different people, perhaps, um, because I think that's what makes will make the difference to whether or not you survive or thrive in your business. I want you to say a little bit about something I call visible value creation, because sometimes when you have to pivot or even if you have to push through, you have to keep thinking about keeping your your offer current, keeping it fresh, keeping it relevant. And what is very clear to me is, I've got a list here on my on my slide, if you refer back to that, is online revenue streams are growing. It's all about right now, if you haven't started already, laying the foundations to build um, a new kind of business upon. Putting yourself out there, So some kind of PR and digital presence, really expanding your digital reach. Have a Google on your own name. I've just done this for a client, actually, um, and see what comes up. I think you'll be surprised what you get found for and disappointed by what you don't get found for. So that might give you some clues as to how you um, how you kind of do the keywords on your website, on your landing pages. There's another element of visible value creation, which is about getting out of your own way which is a lot to do with mindset coaching, which is a component of what we do working with clients. 
and also the pursuit of an engaged audience. Um, those two things, I think, you know, when the crisis hits, we have a fear of failure. We have a sort of sense of what the heck am I doing? Imposter syndrome, all these kind of things start kicking in, things that maybe you've managed before in the past. And it's also about what's going on for other people, the people that you actually can help, the people you want to serve, um, and getting into their mindset and thinking about, you know, what's, what are their hopes and fears? What are their dreams and, and visions for the future? And how can you tap into that? And I think around then uh, an idea of, of what you're passionate about, what you really want to help people with is how you start then to, to talk about it, to share material about it, speak about it on podcasts, write about it on your blog, um, do guest spots, write a book if you want, uh, if you're that clear. But, you know, to really get a sense of what you want to stand out for so that you can build a thriving tribe around it and start to gather an audience for what you do and how you help people. And I think it's also these days not just about putting content out there, but about delivering an experience. So not only results, obviously, everyone wants to get the result that you promise, but it's also about how you get them those results. Um, and that, again, is about understanding how people learn, how people, what help people need to take action, you know, what sort of coaching they need, what kind of, sort of structures they need in, in the how-to part as well. Um, so that you deliver an experience that makes them feel like they're making progress, that makes them feel like a success, um, that helps them celebrate the, the small wins along the way to greater success. Because it's all about, at the end of the day, um, the compound effect, where you start to see real scalable growth when some of these things come together. But just one of them, one tactic or one element of creating visible value isn't going to crack it you you need to be working at lots of different coal faces so to speak so have a think about what you want to be distinctly unique for and maybe slightly famous for so this is about leveraging you leveraging your expertise now what i said about bringing these things together is you need stellar content because that determines your brand and you need social engagement because that's how your brand lands. And you need solid offers, which allow you to compound your brand with your audience's needs and really turn the wheel of your flywheel, of your system, of your process. Now, I've started this with a book. And that's one of the things that really came out of 2020 for me. I just completely got what I stand out for, what I believe in, what I know to be the game changer for people. And that's leverage. And so the book really brings together all the different aspects of a leverage business. And I totally recommend it, not just because it's my book, but because it's very structured. And I just had a lovely review actually from someone that said, um, I'd give it six stars if I could on Amazon and said, you know, finally a no fluff a practical book um, on business uh, business growth, which was great. I mean, that's just like, yes, that's what I wanted to achieve. There's some personal um, experiences in there as well, you know, sort of things that I know my clients um, and, and, and colleagues 
have also struggled with. And just some examples really of how I've pushed through that, how I've managed to bring things together. I had um, a Facebook friend who's also a fantastic business uh, mentor. And she was saying, you know, I'd love to hear how you brought everything together. So this is the starting point for that. And also when I'll talk in a couple of weeks about iSuccess and how that concept kind of landed. So let's move to you. That was kind of a lot about me, um, which I hope was helpful because it gives you kind of some kind of example of what's possible in this kind of uncertain and challenging space that we're in right now. And we're still in it, unfortunately. Although we've seen the back of 2020 now, we're not out of the woods, um, as, as we know. A lot of this was, a lot of what I think is really helpful to people when I'm, when I'm having my strategy calls with them is about picking your priorities and planning. So number one is figuring out what to do. And that is your strategy. That's not about trying out some new tactic. That is about being really intentional about the direction you're going to take. Something that fits both what your clients, your potential clients need, your target audience, but also what fits how you want to live your life. You know, what do you want to stand out for? How do you want your working week to run? And I've talked about this a lot in uh, work-life balance kind of things in earlier episodes. Once you figure out what to do and, you know, design the architecture, if you like, you need to operationalize that leveraged strategy. Operationalize meaning how do you set it in motion? How do you, how do you set out your stall? How do you get found? How do you generate leads? How do you then convert those leads to uh, new clients? And then how do you work with those clients uh, at scale, particularly as well? And the third one is get to work fast. How can you do this swiftly? You know, because some of this, it sounds like you're going to need a half a year or a year to really get this going. But that's one of the things about working in a business acceleration environment. We're very structured, we're very action orientated, and we're very much focused on making, getting you the best bang for your buck, so to speak. It's up to you really, the pace and the time that you devote to this. But the time that you do, we wanna make sure that it is absolutely on the button, that the things that you're doing uh, is going to yield fruit for you and to get those things in place pretty fast we give you a lot of support in terms of the coaching side in terms of the expertise in terms of the answers to tech questions that keep you spinning and get you stuck for weeks or days at least um, which is really frustrating um, but to really try and make sure that we're we're smoothing the path for you to make progress with the action plan that you have so let's be clear here. You think, oh, I'm going to do all of this stuff. Who's, you know, is anybody going to listen? Is anybody going to see me? Is anybody going to find me? Um, and it's a funny thing, you know, and I found this out myself that, you know, I don't have massive following. Um, I have quite a lot of people on Twitter, but I don't think, I mean, Twitter, most people aren't really paying attention. They're just kind of skimming through. Um, I have a reasonable size um, business page on Facebook. I have two small Facebook groups, which I really haven't pushed and promoted. I, I wanted it to grow organically. And at some point, maybe I'll focus on that more. I get most of my consulting work through LinkedIn and through referrals. 
But actually what I'm finding is people are telling me that they saw my book, that they read my book or they bought my book or they heard my podcast, even if it's one episode. Um, so even when we're not meeting and networking, say face to face, there's a lot of people are listening and watching online. And I really do think it's good to pay attention to the content that you're putting out there, that it does actually project a coherent message and brand for yourself, but also that the search engine optimization is there, that you're getting found for the keywords that you want to get found for. So we have like four, I have four kind of main ways. I'm sure there's probably others, what you might call channels for communicating with people. We have audio channels, so podcasts, audio books. We have video channels like YouTube, Facebook Lives and webinars. We have virtual events, which you can have VIP days, uh, summits, masterclasses, or just Zoom mentoring calls. And we have courses, which could be, you know, tiny offers that is just a bundle of resources. And there could be full on signature programs, or they could be offered through membership sites. So there's lots of ways. And I think one of the mistakes a lot of people make is they just try to do everything. They try to be everywhere for everyone all of the time. And it's exhausting. And it's definitely your fastest way to burn out. And you won't feel it right away. You might get to the end of a week and think, gosh, I'm bushed. But it's actually the longer term toll that it has on you. So I always say to people, make sure you're picking things that you enjoy, things that you actually can shine in, you know, whatever medium that is, if, it, if it's speaking or teaching or writing um, or, or producing courses, make sure it's something that you, you, it doesn't drain you, it actually energizes you and really become established in those channels rather than trying to be everywhere for example i have never run a facebook live i mean for a start i hate being on video so that's not helpful here i am on video but uh it's just not something that i don't think it's where my ideal audience hangs out but i might be wrong i think i probably am wrong but it's just something that would be a lot of work for me to get going and to set up if, if i wanted to grow my facebook groups i think it would be absolutely the thing to do and running challenges and things like that. But I work more through a high quality media like books and podcasts, audio books, uh, my audio books coming out soon um, and webinars, because that's where I feel the most at ease at home where I can really share. I'm not I'm not a kind of I know this is done off the cuff with a few slides, but I'm not really a spontaneous. Let's go on Facebook Live kind of person. You know, I'm quite a private person. Um, and I think a lot of people are like me. And so if you're forcing yourself to do something which isn't natural and it's not a matter of getting out of your comfort zone, it's actually a matter of, of really just picking the channel that, you, that you're going to do well in. Uh, it's as simple as that. So uh, lots of things that you can do that I've said and just pick two or three things that really, really fit with you. You know, maybe something around uh, writing like your blog, something around audio or video, whichever you're most comfortable with. And looking at how to run some kind of course, whether it's just through an email sequence or through a Facebook group or a fully fledged e-learning platform or membership site. But like, don't try to do it all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
Right. So the shift number one for me to launching my podcast, and here you are listening to it, was to get my book into audiobook format. It's actually a very large book. It's not your sort of mini little six by nine, um, 200 page kind of thing. It's actually 316 pages, but it's seven by 10 inches. So it's large, right? So for me, I think the paperback is the best bet because it's not a quick read through kind of book. Um, It's something you're going to want to flick through, return to. The Kindle edition obviously is handy to have a digital copy and that you can highlight certain things and such, of course. Um, but it's a lot harder to sort of flick from chapter to chapter. So although I'm about digital, I still think a print copy is uh, the way to go, or both, of course. But actually, I really wanted to make sure that people could actually consume it in different ways. And one of those ways is not just to read it, is uh, whether it's you know in your hands or on your Kindle, but also to listen to it. So I was quite keen to get the audio book out. And I'm happy to say that it is now actually available on Amazon and you can get it free with an Audible trial. And I do have some free copies, free promo codes to give out and we'll be giving you uh, some details about that later. So that was my first shift from the written word to the spoken word. So from a print copy or a digital copy to an audiobook. My second shift was to go from just writing articles for my own blog, which I've been doing for quite some years. Um, I haven't got every single article on there because I have pivoted. And so I've taken a a lot of the stuff which wouldn't have been relevant. But I've now started to write for other people's publications, publications that have quite a good standing like Clarity, Business Mondays. Um, I haven't yet approached people like Entrepreneur or Huffington Post and those kind of things that you see. Um, But yeah, that was another part of of what I needed to do to get my name out. And so when I do a search on my name or on a keyword, I am now coming up for some of those other uh, publications, which is absolutely fantastic. Doesn't take much. It's quite interesting. I think I've got a couple of articles in in both Clarity and Business Mondays, and they're now there for life. So I'm always going to get found for those. And the other thing was obviously in terms of PR was to start the podcast because um, podcasts is an enormously growing trend. Next week, um, I have the amazing podcast queen on my show, and she'll be telling you a little bit about the stats um, about how people, certainly in the COVID year, and a lot of people were listening to more things. They were buying audio books. They were downloading podcasts. We were getting new people on as podcast listeners who had never sort of plugged anything in their ears apart from music before. So it's changing. And there are now, I think, 2 million podcasts out there. So now is definitely the time to launch your podcast. If that's something, if that's a, a channel or a medium that you would feel that you could excel in. Um, so that for me was a, a, a brilliant part of 2020. And I'm so enjoying it. I think that's the the other thing is at first it's like, oh my God, can I do this? Can I churn out content every single week? I started to publish instead of one blog article a month, I started to publish two articles a month. And now because I do a guest interview, I publish two to three articles a month on my blog. And also then a weekly podcast goes out. And I've got into the rhythm of it. I have a process. I outsource um, a lot of the the sort of tedious work. 
to to someone that sort of does it quite quickly um and that's all they do for me is that one thing so it's really it's really good but there's quite a big process around um getting the audio mixed getting the transcripts getting the timestamps because I always like to have a timestamp to help guide people through the the different parts of the episode um and this one's a bit different it's probably why I'm I'm struggling a little bit because this is totally off the cuff um because I've got slides, um, which obviously I can't show on a podcast. So there's lots of different shifts that you have to make in order to repurpose your content. So you don't have to create everything from scratch for each different channel. So um, I often will, I started writing a very scripted article that went on my blog and then kind of making a sort of informal read through that for my podcast. Um, But now I'm feeling a lot more comfortable to just interject some more informal kind of thoughts as I go as I go along so it sounds quite more natural and yeah it's just more spontaneous which is a side of me that I know I needed to develop okay so shift number three was then bringing all of that content all of the expertise that I do in my consulting work all of the coaching that I do with my with my clients behind the scenes if you like and bringing that into a curriculum for learning, basically, which is what falls under the iSuccess Business Academy. The content in my book, the self-evaluation that I have um, in some, it's another publication, in fact, called The Leverage Test, because a lot of people were asking for it in print, so I published it. But you get a free digital copy with the book, Leverage Consulting. That takes you through the iSuccess framework so that you can diagnose bottlenecks in your business. Um, and get a sense of where to prioritize your action plan. So there's a lot of content. There's a lot of um, visual diagrams. There's a lot of inspirational quotes in my book. But there's not, it's not a course. A book can never be a course. So it was really important then that I used the structure for leverage business and the, the iSuccess framework to provide some kind of step-by-step within the academy so that people could either move through it in sequence or they could pick out the they could find out where they were at and in their terms of their business growth and they could pick out the bits to either improve what they already had in place or certainly to move to the next stage and to get that next level income which we talked about back in an earlier episode I can't remember which number it was now but next level income is the title So I'm really excited about what's coming. I I really am. Um, And part of it is is really to be confident now in what I'm doing and how I'm taking my business forward and wanting people to take people with me to to really help people um, go on the same journey and overcome all of the obstacles. And that's why my next to final slide um, is seduction, sensibility and success. The first thing is stop chasing magic bullets and shiny objects because there's just a complete low return on those in in terms of the time invested and how it moves you forward. You might get lucky, but usually you don't because you don't try things long enough. They're not part of the strategy. The second is to build on existing success. Often we forget what we've already been doing well and we kind of move on to the next thing. So it's really important that you capture the best of you in terms of the material that you've produced and you start to sort of filter those as you develop and refine your your courses and your programs if you offer uh, however you offer your support to clients 
The next thing is to get more visible online, to look at new channels, certainly, but to really excel in the ones that you're comfortable with and that you're strong in. And then also in your own business to simplify and streamline. There's no good attracting lots of new leads and an interest in your business if you then can't deliver on it. So part of that is having the clear message. And part of that is about having the automation processes in place to help you to deal with that flow, deal with that follow-up, deal with the engagement, um, and to really spend your time on the most deep dive kind of things that you do with clients. So both the initial strategy session that you might run with them through to getting a plan in place for them and then the coaching that you do to help them progress with that plan. And I think my final point would be just pull the damn trigger. <laughs> That's one of the things that held me up the most is I was always getting ready to get ready to get ready. I was always in preparation. I was always in um, conceptualizing everything. I was always in finding the best way to do something and really sometimes the best way to do something is to try it and fail fast but if you never pull the trigger you'll never know um the feeling that i got when my book was published amazing the absolute joy i had when my podcast first came out and that first trailer episode was live you know on itunes um it's just incredible because I pulled the trigger because I made it happen for myself and I got my stuff out there. That's the first step, isn't it? To having an income, uh, to having a, an income, but also to having influence, to having impact and then for generating income. So just to leave you then with a little bit more about the Leverage Business Accelerator program. I'm running it as a pilot, but it's not really a pilot because it's exactly uh, the same structure as I run for many years with my small business clients and my nonprofit sector clients. When we've worked on digital transformation, when we've looked at strategic marketing, those kind of projects, um, I've always used the same framework, the iSuccess framework. So this final slide for, for listeners of the podcast rather than the webinar, please, please, please go grab the PDF so that you can see this wonderful picture that I've created for you. We start off at the top. We've got the I success circle in the middle with the seven dimensions of success, which are I'll talk about, as I say, in the next few episodes, aligning, targeting, positioning, branding, pricing, systematizing and scaling. So we start at the top with the success foundations. They're all like action learning projects, so we call them projects. And we start with a tool that I've developed called the Big Vision Leverage Planner. We then move on to the Brand Clarity Project and we use a template, the Crystal Clear Message Creator. And then we move to Visible Value Projects where we look at the perfect client generator. And also then the Magnetic Offer Sequencer because your offer is really the, the coming together of the aligning, targeting and positioning. And then the branding of your offer, the making it look really attractive, really relevant and compelling. Then we move to the Elegant Sales Stacker, um, which is part of the sales system project, because often people get really stuck on having those enrollment conversations. And if you're in a consulting or coaching kind of business, 
that's really where you can make a big difference and people start to they've already know you like you but they know not sure if they trust you and they really want to get their individual questions answered so it's important to have that kind of discovery process in place so that you can talk to the people you know not just sort of add to cart that doesn't really work in our space so you'll often have seen people offering free free strategy sessions free sessions that sell kind of thing but there's also a lot around selling from the stage so in terms of selling through webinars and then we move on to the next level project which is like the next level income and that's where we're starting to look at efficiency and growth so we have the prime productivity organizer and we have the smart scale-up system um i mean this is hot off the press so i mean i haven't published this before it's not on my website it's totally new um it probably doesn't look great i might improve it i'll get somebody to do that in due course but for now i just wanted to see how this landed with you and whether or not it was something that you think yes i absolutely need this kind of structure um because I want to work with literally a handful or a couple of handfuls of people to take them through this process. It's something that I've already done. Some of the tools and templates are new. And I'm really going to be working with people in quite a deep way in terms of some of the one-to-one support that you'll get. So it's not a group program as such. There is a curriculum, there will be group sessions and there will be a mastermind at the end. We run across 12 weeks. So all of that content, all of that action planning will be spread across 12 weeks. And then at the end of that, we will have a mastermind to share practice, to share challenges, to then help you move to the next level, which might be to enroll again um, on your next project, um, or it might be just simply to go and fly, but you know, remain part of the community and uh, a member of the iSuccess Business Academy. So you've got access to all of these things and you've got access to me on an ongoing basis. So there's no sort of sale thing here. It wasn't a selling kind of webinar. There is a bit in the uh, webinar about what's included in the Business Accelerator and how we actually deliver it. So have a look at that. But I'm not doing this as a sales, as a sales webinar at all. I just want you to take a look. I want you to ask me questions. I want you to get back to me with anything that doesn't quite make sense because that's going to really help me refine how I present this. But it's also going to help me to understand, you know, which bits of it are the most appealing to you, which bits you really, really need. Um, Because it might be that I can take a chunk out of that and create a lead magnet, for example. So this is how my brain works. Hopefully that's of uh, use to you to see my my journey that's helped you to see some of the ways that you can pivot existing stuff that you're doing, existing content, existing ways of working into the digital space, but also how you could work with me to really get that leverage in at all kinds of different levels in your business and accelerate your business over 2021. So that's all for me. Website there is jallison.com forward slash iSuccess forward slash LBA. If you want to go look at the Leverage Business Accelerator program in more detail, I'm looking for literally, you know, six, eight, maybe 10 at maximum people to take through this. And as soon as I hit my numbers, I will kick us off probably starting towards the middle to end of January. And for those of you joining in that pilot 
we will be giving away a free audiobook edition of my book, Leverage Consulting, along with a free digital copy. So to talk about whether or not you would like to participate, um, there's an application process and you'll find that on my website at jallison.com forward slash isuccess forward slash LBA. And if that's you, I really look forward to speaking with you soon. Bit of a whirlwind, bit spontaneous, not very like me at all. So maybe that set us up for the new year. I wish you an incredibly happy new year. If you're listening to this on New Year's Day, I hope you managed to have a good celebration last night. And I'm really looking forward to what we can achieve in 2021. So that's all for me for now. And next week, we've got a fabulous guest talking about all things visibility and podcasts. But then we'll be talking a lot more about iSuccess as a concept, how I brought that together, the different dimensions and how these can help your business. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So, hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.